Hey, welcome to Sleep With Me, the only podcast that's here to help you fall asleep. And we do it with a bedtime story every Sunday, Tuesday, and Thursday night. All you need to do is get in bed, do your bed prep before you get in bed, turn out your lights, pull up your covers, snuggle in, and press play. I'll do the rest by telling you a story to distract you from whatever's going through your head, whatever you're worrying about, stressing about, thinking about, fantasizing about. I'm going to help you put those thoughts aside, just listen to my voice, and I'll carry you off into dreamland. If it's your first time listening, older episodes are at sleepwithmepodcast.com or on iTunes. If you need to let us know anything, you want to tell us something, you have concerns, questions, just speak up. It's feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com or you can find me on Twitter at Dearest Scooter, D-E-A-R-E-S-T Scooter. If you have a chance and you, you want to do me a, a, a solid, as they say, or they used to say in 19-whatever-74, go ahead and review and rate us on iTunes. You can be honest. Let people know what you think. Does this, does this podcast help you fall asleep or not? Do you like it or not? But by reviewing and rating us on iTunes, it'll raise our profile a little bit. Maybe there's someone else that's suffering from insomnia or panicky nighttime thoughts. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a science. I'm not a sleepatologist. Sci- sleep a scientist. Sleepatist. I'm not a expert on sleep. But if you review us and rate us on iTunes, I'll appreciate it, and maybe we'll find one other person out there in the podcast universe to help. But for now, thank you for listening, and I hope I help you and you and you and you fall asleep tonight. Welcome to another episode of Get Besos, a tale of Richard Warren Sears and James Cash Penny, formerly dead residents of purgatory, who returned to Earth in order to revenge or avenge. I'll have to look that up in the dictionary. In order to revenge or avenge, in order to wreak vengeance on Jeff Besos crumbling of their retail empires. And plus, they're pretty cool guys. If you haven't listened before and you want to catch up, older episodes are at www.sleepwithmepodcast.com slash getbesos, G-E-T-B-E-S-O-S. This is a work of fiction involving historical figures. Any similarities to historical figures or current Popular figures is merely incidental. When we last left off, the boys had just lost their best bud that they were only friends with for a couple days. Darren, a.k.a. Darian, the internet millionaire. Billionaire. And they kind of lost his money, too, at the end of the episode. So they negotiated the will. So they left off buried Darian, they had some access to some of the other other underlying intellectual property, the code behind some of Darian's inventions. So we don't know what they're going to do with that, but 
As tonight's episode opens, Richard Warren Sears is kicking back. He's kicking back with a glass of brandy and a recent issue of the New Yorker magazine, which just happens to have a long-form article about Jeff Bezos. This freaking guy was a freaking... I gotta, I gotta go get me a copy of my autobiography. You must have read this thing. You called it freaking. Well, then the door opens and James Cashpenny enters. Richie, 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 what are you ruin? Oh, I'm reading this god dang article about just this business clown, and I'm about to, I'm about to, I'm about to palpitate. My heart is. Uh, that's already palpitating. I don't. Oh gosh, God, I got. Richie, put it down. Put it down. All right. Yeah, I'm a. I'm a read it one. God awful. The writing's excellent. Excellent writing. A God awful paragraph at a time. Ugh, the guy, who uses books for evil? This. I don't even. I mean, I use tools. Tools. They're made of metal. They're cold. Unyielding. Made for a man to build stuff. Outside of the man, a book, soft paper, can be burned in a fire, can be ripped up, soft like a woman. Now, what kind of awful man is going to use that for evil? I mean, you could hit someone over the head with a book, but you, you could pound a nail in, but it's going to take you all friggin' day. It's made to. Build something inside a man. To create worlds. Worlds beyond imagination. Worlds beyond purgatory. And earth. The places I've visited. Also, Altura number seven. Which is a planet. But uh, we'll get into that at another juncture. Anyway. What the hell are you doing? Rich, Richie looks up. And he sees James Cash. Warren's wearing a, a cape. And a lucha, re, l, what we would call a lucha libre mask, like a, a wrestling mask. Richie, check me out, buddy. You like the uh, look? Dun da da dun. Remember, remember uh, Superman and you know superheroes. I'm a superhero. What? What freaking lost your mind, you marble, marble brain? What kind of superhero are you? Well, Richie, wait, watch this, Richie. I'm gonna kiss. They call this capping or something. I'm kissing my muscles. You don't got any freaking muscles on that. Larry, frame me a freaking freaking wizard. You're going to bring attention to us. I don't know what the hell you're doing. Where, where you been? Well, I'm thinking about uh, the uh, JCPenney Corporation's shareholder meetings coming soon. And I'm thinking about crashing as a superhero. You and Nick Poop, they'll just start throwing you out and arrest you. Plus, what kind of shareholder dresses up like a superhero? And what kind of superhero goes to shareholder meetings? This is it wrong? Either way, you're not a super shareholder. And superheroes, well, if they were, no offense, Richie. No, no offense, James, but if a superhero was holding stock, it wouldn't be JCPenney Corporation or JCP, as I believe they're now called. No offense. They got rid of all your names. Well, that's one of the things I was going to go in there. I was going to I'm here to save JCP. 
Why, what you, what's with the uh, singing, too? That's stupid. Yeah, well, I'm going to be like, uh, what do you call it? Like a knight in shining armor. A shareholder. What do they call it when you take over a company and it's not hostile, but it's positile? Positive? That's me. I'm here to save your company from the bottom of my heart, Penny Heart. All right, Jesus. Your, your voice is terrible. Your look is terrible. I would have got all this into you. I, I already know when the next Penny shareholder meeting is and where, and I'll be making sure we're indisposed at that time because I already thought of that. But anyway, well, well, we could go to the Sears. I wouldn't mind seeing you do that at the Sears meeting. But uh, what the heck's got into you, boy? Oh, Richie, Richie, Richie. Got Corbelli's next assignment. And we're going to crash a little shareholder meeting. And I was thinking I'd take the lead as practice for this JCPenney thing. Well, wait, 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 what's he want us to do? Well, it looks like, um, hold on here, let me take a look. Okay. Turns out there's something called fracking. Fracking? What the frack? Fracking. What you, Gormelli's got some porn out? What the frack? What the? I do not like the sound of fracking. Fracking is either some sort of, good God, what you got us into? What has he got us into? What is, well, good God, fracking, what, is, what has he got us into? Well, you better take a seat because this is not pretty. Fracking, it turns out, is a process by which, I guess, they take all this uh, poison and they push it down into the ground, deep, 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 deep down. And they fill all the holes, you know, between the rocks and stuff. I think that's where the fracking comes from because frack, fracking all the rocks up or they're forcing into the cracks. I don't know. But, it, you know, in the cracks is where the oil and the natural gas are and that pushes whatever they're pushing it down with pressure and up comes the gas up comes the oil and they take the oil out oh and uh was the poison just sit down there yeah and these nincompoops anybody uh familiarize them with the friggin water table that we the water table yeah <laughs> uh, they say it's below the water table richie so yeah but uh, well friggin below the water table uh, uh I used that on a dame back in the... Anyway. Wow. I mean... I've heard about this terrorism. I mean, how many things can we do to these third world countries? We're going to poison the water. We're going to steal their oil and gas. Then their ground will be poisoned. Then they're going to... I mean, where, where are they doing this? Like... Well, these poor... I mean, I'm no bleeding heart, but... To go into a foreign country... Where the people are living in some prehistoric manner and then just messing up everything. Oh, real old Richard, get this. They're doing it here in the U.S. of A. Whoa, whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Here? Yeah. They're doing it in Pennsylvania. It's one of the big uh, fracking states. Whoa, whoa. The Keystone State? They're fracking with my Keystone. Good God. Who's running this country? What kind of nincompoops? 
Well, anyway, what the fra- what does this fracking thing have to do with any? Well, it turns out there's this big fracking company, right? It's got all these assets, land, drilling rights, it says here, drilling equipment. Gorbelli wants us to take the company over, buy it. They got, they're in some, the middle of some lawsuit. Let me look. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, so it looks like they did made two mistakes. They, whatever they're injecting in the ground's knocking all the chipmunks' teeth out in that state. So all the chipmunks lost their teeth and they're dying. A lot of Congress and senators are up in arms about that. And then it turns out, of all the people that have been donating most of their money to, Democrats. So the other side of Congress. So it looks like they're going to lose. So between those things, they're, they're in a lot of trouble. Lawsuit. People are talking lawsuits. So Gorbelli thinks, Gorbelli thinks we can get this money at this company for a song, for a, for a sweet little penny. All right. So what do we do? We just got to go in there. We just got to go in there. Convince the board of directors that we're their knights in shining armor. So that's what I, I don't know. I got the, you know, the idea for the helmet and stuff from that. Corbelli's got an offer he's making for their stock, and he wants us to acquire the company. And he said, "Do not." As usual, he said, "Oh no, do not fail. Do not." All right, all right, all right. Let's go to me. Let's go. So the guys go to the shareholder meeting. And they're running late. The shareholder meeting's already going on, so we'll pick up at the shareholder meeting. Science summary, folks. Um, that's our offer. We will uh, you know, deal with your debt, restructure it. We'll return to profitability. We have the ability to both deal with your lawsuits. We will spin that area off. We have the, the resources to deal with the congressional... Oversight committee and the bad press, and so we will. Your company will once again flourish in my hands, and my com- in uh, your company will once again flourish in the hands of the people I represent. And seeing as there are no other bidders for your company, I think we should uh, shake hands and have. Oh, right, 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 right. Excuse us, excuse us, uh is this here, uh, the fracking meeting? We're late for the fracking, uh, you guys the frackers? <laughs> Excuse us, sir, we are in the middle of a, oh, you're in the middle of a business meeting. Yeah, what do you, you think, you, what do you think, you're cracking holes in the ground, you think you're standard oil? You don't know the first thing about business, and that's why we're here. Richie, Richie, it's supposed to be my show. Excuse us, sirs, uh, I'm here to, uh, speak. For the company we represent, we're here to talk to you, gentlemen. Uh, we are already about to secure a good deal, sirs. Uh, excuse me, sir. Are you with you? Hi. I see. I'm your rival for this company, and I plan on taking it from you. Well, we don't have it yet, so you can't really take it from us. But yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Why don't you sit down? We'll we'll get to you and your your rival. Uh, late, ladies and gentlemen of the board. Let me. Present myself. My name's Cash. I represent the former estate and holdings of GBSM Enterprises, and we're here to make an offer for your little company. Now, it seems like you guys got a problem or two with chipmunk teeth and lawsuits. 
spoiled groundwater, and a whole lot of bad press. Now, gentlemen, you got a trouble right here in Fracking City. And the trouble is W, and it rhymes with W, that stands for water and chipmunk teeth. And you got trouble right here. River City. Okay, that didn't work. Gentlemen, you got problems. You got chipmunks without teeth. You got babies with extra eyes. You've got leaks. You've got unproved science that's going to fall apart. I've looked at the studies, and it's not pretty. Now, some of you might think, oh, we're not going to be liable. We're just going to pull this out of the ground, make our money, and be gone. Water, tables be damned. These things be damned. You know, we're just trying to make an honest buck here, and we're offering... Natural gas and oil that's needed, and we're keeping the price of oil down, and we're domesticating it, or whatever. Gentlemen, you and I, we're, we're adults here, except for this guy here. So let's not beat around the bush. You know, I tried a little music man, and, you know, I couldn't make it work, folks. You know, I wish it was P, and that rhymes with T, and that stands for trouble. And I wish this was River City. Your problem is pool and kids racing cars and crashing them, doing drugs and kissing and necking. But your problem's not. It's toothless chipmunks. Well, we already went over the problems. Problem, folks, is you guys don't know what the hell you're doing. Now, you got this guy offering to leverage your debt or whatever, or restructure it. I'm taking a look. I'm reading right off his paper. He doesn't know what he's doing. And... We're going to buy the company from you, and you're going to sell it to us, because you guys don't know what you're doing either. What are you thinking with this fracking garbage? Okay? Now, we're prepared to make you a more than generous offer. And if I, I, don't, I don't understand what the debate would be at all. We're going to make you all moderately more wealthy. You're going to get out of this without any legal liability. You're going to get away from this bad press. I don't see any reason why you guys shouldn't just sell and let us do what we wish as as we wish with the company. So, I think that's... A, uh, yeah, he's, he didn't say great, folks, but he said pretty good. So, that's why I don't... Uh, Excuse me, folks. I'm... Your offer was not taken into account that these gentlemen are all brothers on the board. And those are their sisters. And while this company currently is a fracking company, it's been in the family for generations, and they're not just ready to walk away. Members of the board, you might remember the musical The Music Man. He was a con artist out for nothing more than himself. And you might think they got this fancy name company here to buy you, GBI Enterprises. You know who GBI Enterprises is. Mr. Hans Zimmer Gorbelli. He's a bad man. Ah, uh, Mr. Gorbelli's dead, you uh, idiot. He was a bad man. He invented many of the preservatives that are in this well of chemicals we're putting into the ground, which we put in because they increase efficiency of extraction by 7.25%. Uh, yeah, now you sound like Gorbelli, buddy. 
What Mr. Gorbel is going to do if he buys your stock or your company is break it apart and wait. He's not going to sell the oil or the gas. He's going to take your tinker toys and let them rot, young men and women. And when the oil boom's going, and the oil's flowing five years from now from your ground, and your billionaires, Mr. Gobelli will be sitting back, crying, if you take my offer. I mean, I get confused there a bit. But he doesn't want to do anything but break up your company. Isn't that true? You two, do you know what your plans are with Gorbelli Enterprises? And hey, hey, dummy, how is Mr. Gorbelli doing? He's dead, dead. All right. And what we plan to do, we just made a... Okay, James, where did you Let me take this. Hey, buddy. Why don't you have a seat? Ladies and gentlemen of the board, I was going to sing you a song earlier called The Music Man. And this is no offense. I'm sure it's a family coming. I'm sure you're close, but... You guys, you're talking about Hans Zimmer Gorbelli like he's a bad guy. He worked for the United States government. He's a German, Italian, American. Okay? He's just like you and me, folks. Just because he has some fancy name doesn't make him a bad guy. Do you have any vision? It's a... Who could take a frack? company and make it all new take the poison in the ground make it the poison undo the fracking men can the fracking men can the fracking man can cause he fixes chipmunk's teeth with fluoride. Hmm. Excuse me, folks. Give me one second. Me, 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 me. Okay, I think I got it, folks. Here's our offer. Listen close. Who could take some land right for drilling underground? Agree to cease the, the fracking for perpetual rights all around. Go belly can. Go belly can. Go. Who could take, who could take the drilling rights for drilling underground? Agree to suspend fracking for perpetual rights all around. Gorbelly can, Gorbelly can. Could take a rainbow, can you man? The ball belly plan is to take all the rights we get in perpetuity and sell them to annuities. Those are pensions, folks. 
or futures to airlines. Your belly can, cause it takes all the perpetual rights and sells them. So it'll taste good. Your belly will take all the rights and sell them. Well, Richie, you're uh, practicing instead of presenting. Uh, can you get to a... Uh... Oh, sorry, folks. Uh, I was trying... I was working... Sorry. Ladies and gentlemen of the board, I apologize. I was working on a song. I guess what sweet music can't do, maybe I can. And that is that we're going to take the bad press and turn it into... Turn the frown upside down. Instead of leveraging your debt or whatever, we're going to cease fracking operations. We're only going to do it in exchange. We're only going to cease fracking in exchange for perpetual light rights to all those resources under the ground and any other resources that might be discovered in the future. This gentleman here is going to have you selling your natural gas and oil for pennies on the dollar while the market's flooded with fracking oil and gas there's nowhere to store it. Mother Nature's already storing it for you, waiting for the price to rise. Ladies and gentlemen of the board, we're not even going to have to wait for the price to rise. Because we're going to sell the rights to purchase those resources as futures to pension funds, annuities, and airlines, and other energy-intensive industries. And not only are they going to pay us at a set future rate with a deposit that's equal to the market right now, but they're also going to have to share the market price at the time in exchange for us to extract those resources for them. And in that time that passes, we'll find a way to frack We'll fix the chipmunk's teeth. We'll find a new word for fracking. Bad press will go away. We'll extract it with fairy dust and fluoridated water or something more friendly. Without damaging the water table, we'll extract everything in a much more pleasant way. You'll already be well off with what we're paying to purchase your the share to buy, to buy into your company now. But you'll also have rights to this future money. So that's... Though I couldn't capture the essence of what Gorbelli can... Um, and I wish I could have sang that, folks. Oh, how I wish I could have sang to you, board of directors. But that's our offer. Go ahead and think about it. Ah, well, yes, yes, it's a nice offer. If you're buying the company for a song, if you look at the price we're offering... Compared to the price you're offering is a much different number. Ours is much higher. And they're also profiting now. These are people in the... You and Mr. Gormelli might want them to think of some future. Some magical future where you can sing and formulate your songs. And sing the Candyman and the Music Man. And actually make the lyrics where you might have planned out the song ahead of time. If I was coming to the board of directors meeting, I would have planned it out. But obviously you thought you could just wing it and do a wrong. And you just thought you would just sweep this 
board of directors right under their feet, off their feet with their music. Well, you are wrong about that. They want to make some money today, now, not in 50, 60, 70, 200 years. I don't know what your plan is for the future. And there's no guarantee of any of this in your writing. So I don't buy anything you're saying, sir. Okay. Okay, you don't like my singing. And we're getting bored. If I knew I was going to sing, I would have I would have brought a 30-piece orchestra if I thought my singing was going to impress you. It's the mind of myself and my partner and the entire GCI Enterprises family that we're offering you. Now, sir, what is it you... Who do you represent? I represent the Algamated Fracking Corporation of America, a lobbying group. We're a coalition of frackers, and we're trying to... Consolidate the fracking business for all to benefit. Oh, really? And um, what's your job title? Well, I'm a spokesperson, of course. That's why I'm here speaking. Instead of sing person, I'm not a sing person. Okay, so you're a spokesperson. Have you? What companies have you run before? Well, uh, I run my own business on my own business on K Street. So, guess I'm quite successful. I'm quite wealthy. Too. Yeah, because you're a chatterer. There was once a man, a man by the name of Craig Mason, who said something about the chattering class. And you're a member of that chattering class, sir. You've you've never fracked a day in your life. You've never built anything like these people and their family have. Like Hans Zimmer Gorbelli was in the trenches of WW1. And it inspired him to figure out a way to cure meat in a new way. And that's brought us here today. In fact, m- sticked meat is what he built his empire on. My friend and I here, we, we, we were empire builder once. Empire builders once. Our minds operate in ways that yours can never even comprehend. Now, yeah, I might not be able to put together some lyrics for a song, but I put together this business proposal on the walk over here. I'm saving chipmunks' teeth. I'm saving water. I'm saving communities. I'm saving people's lives. Babies with only two eyes instead of three. And these people, they're not business people. No offense, maybe you're not business people. My partner my, my partner and I are. Our company is in the business of doing business. As the great Brewster once said, we're in the business of doing business. And... You're in the business of chattering on about nonsense. So sure, folks, if you want our offer to match this nonsense offer, we'll raise it. We're not going to get into bidding more with this fool. Because he's going to go crying back to his fracking, and they're going to suck out the marrow of the earth with their vampire teeth and spit it on the ground and leave it to rot. No one's going to make a penny. And then you're going to have to go to bed every night knowing you could have made more money. Your lives have been cryogenically extended, and now you have less money to spend, and the earth's a mess. I mean, what are you going to sell to a three- mother of a three-eyed baby? Sunglasses for $1.99. You're not going to sell her anything to take away her misery. And chipmunks don't buy dentures. If you haven't noticed, chipmunks don't buy anything. So, in summary, 
I cannot sing very well, and I should have rehearsed if I was going to plan on singing to the board here. But our offer stands for future, for the present, you will benefit, and we will raise our bid. Or you could just take this chatterer, and he'll chatter. Oh, I'm not you could just let him buy it, and then we'll buy his company. And we'll destroy You'll be the first one laid off, believe me, bub. You're a nincompoop, as my great best friend once. Oh, your best friend. Uh, nincompoop. So, that's it. Just go home. And go, go play with the children or something, because you don't belong at this adult's table. And if you people turn down this offer, no offense, but I wouldn't want to be you. See, you wouldn't want to be you, as they say, the youth. So that's it. That's our offer. Um, think about it. You know, I heard inside because I couldn't sing to you. So maybe you'll just off. But you should take up. All right. They take, they're not. They take up. You're taking off. All right. All right. So, yeah, you get out of here. And that's it. We got a deal. And with that, looks like the guys purchased the company on behalf of Gorbelli Industries. And they were off. That's the end of tonight's episode. And you might have some questions about chattering class. What's the chattering class? And I, I do too. I was wondering where that came out of. He started yelling at the guy. Is it like people that don't produce goods or services? I, I, well, the guy was providing a service. But what I'm more interested in is like what a chattering class member dreams about this guy. We don't really know anything about him. He had a accent we've probably heard before in other versions of this podcast because I don't do very many fake voices very well but you know what's this little I, I picture him as a little guy in a suit not nerdy you know handsome enough to get by but no one's gonna ask him to the Sadie Hawkins dance unless he talks him into it but he gets home at night. Other than this, I mean, this episode will probably, you know, knock him down a few pegs. Well, yeah, what would be his nightmare then? I mean, that might be out, being out-chattered by a guy that couldn't put together a version of the Music Man or the Candy Man. So he gets home, he goes to bed, kisses his kids and his wife goodnight, presumably. Or maybe he has no one. Maybe he has a husband, or maybe he lives with his mother. If he lives with his mother, it'd probably be cliche. Sonny, you know, whatever. Husband kisses his husband and or his wife. Maybe okay. Let's say he's he's uh, younger. He's in one of these new poly relationships, so he kisses his husband and his wife goodnight. Climbs into bed, and they they're um, so hip. And not only do they have a poly relationship, but they have three twin beds. So they're like retro future. They're poly. Polyamorous, is that the term? It means that you're in a relationship with more than one person. So, yeah, it's two. this one, there's two men and two husbands and one wife. But they have three twin beds in a one bedroom. And they're already asleep when he gets home. So he kisses him 
each of both on the forehead. Right now they're Trinks, triple income, no kids. Trink, triple, Dink is double income, no kids. Tinks, they're Tinks, triple income, no kids. Tinks, that's a poly term these days. So he kisses them both on their foreheads and he gets in his bed. Which conveniently enough is the furthest to the left. When you come in the front, of, you know, it goes husband. No, I mean, no, that'd be kind of... They wouldn't do that. They wouldn't go husband, wife, husband. They're, they're two. I don't know how they decide where the beds go, but his is the furthest from the door. Since I'm left-handed, it's on the left-hand side of the room. And he happens to be right-handed. Not that I have anything against right-handed people. But he gets in bed, closes his eyes. And this day was just like every other day except for the fact that he got schooled by the cash man. And he can't, he lies down, gets in his bed, he thinks, you know, he's, he's listening to something to help him fall asleep. Maybe a wonderful podcast if you're looking for something else to listen to, like Welcome to Night Vale, another wonderful podcast. So he puts on Welcome to Night Vale and listens and it's about a 20 minute podcast I believe so after 20 minutes he kind of drifts off into sleep hoping he dreams of the world of Night Vale and the idiosyncratic and wonderful things there in that wonderfully idiosyncratic world but unfortunately he doesn't first thing he sees is he wakes in a dream world the music man the music man says to him pack up your stuff we're getting rid of you he says getting rid of me what are you talking about and then out of the other room comes the candy man an actual candy man from the 1970s Willy Wonka movie that guy and I wish I knew the actor's name but I don't but that guy kind of like a Crispin Glover, I think is his name, if he, if he was to play, if he was to be played by, is that right, Crispin, I don't know, I don't know, whatever, I'm going to probably edit that out, but, and the, the candy man comes in, he says, yeah, no, pack up your stuff, we're getting, we're, we're, we're going, um, we're done being poly with you, we're breaking up with you. We want a divorce from you. We're going to stay married to each other, but we're getting rid of you. But why? Why? Well, you know, we figured that we're from musicals and you're not, and we are fictional characters. We have interesting backstories that were never explained properly. Well, he was a lead, you know. I'm just a bit player. But I had a backstory, too, and he's got a quite a backstory, Mr. Music Man, but yeah, we're going to live on, and uh, we're going to write some fan fiction where we meet up with each other, Music Man and the Candy Man, like one day, Music Man comes to another new town after heartbreak and disaster, or it could be a prequel, no, yeah, it's a prequel, Music Man comes into town, comes into my candy shop, and 
that's where the story starts. And you notice the story starts with me and him. Just the two of us, not you. So, you know, take your... You know, to be honest... Excuse me, can I talk? This is Music Man now talking. Uh, we love chipmunks too. And, you know, that's what we filled your suitcase with. And we can't believe you knocked all those chipmunks' teeth out, the people you work for. To be honest, it's disgusting, so it's another reason we're leaving you. We can't be with you anymore. And he kind of looks at them both, and he's like, but I love you both. I say, well, you know, too bad. Love's not fair. And to be honest, like, it's a little bit strange being in a three-person relationship. So it's now working for us. And like we said, we're working on some fan fiction. Oh, one more thing. Um, you know, people don't normally tell you this in a dream. But dreams are pretty good precursors of the reality. And probably tomorrow or the next day, your wife and your husband are going to break up with you too. So you probably start crying in this dream because that's reality is your life's about to fall apart. But here, have some candy, and we'll play. He'll play you some music, and why don't you lie down in the middle of our candy store? Yeah, go ahead, have that lollipop. It's gigantic, as big as your head. Do 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 do, and then he drifts off into another dream, more pleasant. Sugar-coated dream where he's a mummy, but a candy button mummy. Like he's covered in the paper and candy buttons. You know, the paper that candy buttons on the can from the candy man scene in Willy Wonka. Those of you who aren't familiar with candy buttons, they come on a, a roll of paper and they're little buttons of candy that you rip off the paper with your teeth and eat. Um, apparently they've been around for a long time. I don't know if they're still in stores or not, but he's a mummy of candy buttons. So, like a mummy with paper, but there's little candy buttons on him. He's actually enjoying it. He's oh, skipping through the forest until he goes down a path into the woods. And he tumbles down a hill. At the bottom of the hill are thousands of chipmunks. Toothless chipmunks angry, toothless chipmunks who start gumming him. And they're gumming the candy. He's covered in toothless chipmunks gumming at the candy all over him. And he finds himself drowning in chipmunk saliva. And that's no way for a man to die. So he wakes up. He can't breathe. He looks out the window. He looks at the moon that's full. Takes a deep breath. He says, you know what? Even if my husband and my wife leave me, even if the candy man and the music man don't love me, chipmunks hate me, I work for a soulless mega corporation that's gobbling up other soulless corporations. It's going to be okay. Because people make mistakes. People learn from their mistakes. There's no bad people, there's just people that make bad choices. And Maybe I made a couple in my day. Maybe I shouldn't have entered a poly relationship when I just wanted to marry my 
high school sweetheart, Marianne. But I was afraid because I wanted to be in some big fancy thing. The drama kept me from thinking about how unfulfilled I am with my job. Now I've always dreamed of being in music and singing. So tomorrow I'm going to wake up and I'm going to face some music. My husband and wife don't love me. That's okay. And if I need to quit my job and change my life, it's still going to be okay. Because I'm okay. Okay? If you're still listening, if this guy can turn it around, whatever's keeping you up at night, it could be worse than what he's facing. Think about it, man. This guy, he had a husband and a wife. I mean, you might only have one partner, a husband or a wife, if you're listening to me, or a boyfriend or a girlfriend or whatever. Like, this guy had both, and neither one of them wanted to stick around. And even in his dream, the music man and the candy man didn't want to be with him. You would think, you know, depending on your view of the music man, you know, maybe he would stay with them just to exploit him or the candy man. I'm going to put it out there. He kind of looked like a perv in the in the musical movie, 1970s. So, yeah, I mean, that's got to be a blow, and he's got a job that's not fulfilling, really unfulfilling. But he still knows that there's someone out there that cares about him, and unfortunately, that's me. If he was the only person listening to this podcast, I mean, maybe if I met him, I'd stop doing the podcast, but if not, I'd say, hey, buddy, you're the only one listening to this podcast and you can't sleep I'm sorry I really am and I hope that tomorrow night you get a good night's sleep or that me just talking and being boring going on with this ridiculousness after just telling a story that was already ridiculous helps you fall asleep if it doesn't realize like I've said before and I'll say it again this too will pass at some point soon either of nature's own accord or from the work you're doing to try to change things you're gonna get some good night's sleep soon okay and you're not alone might feel that way there's other sufferers out there a lot of people complain about on twitter but there's other people out there you know just look at the full moon like this guy no you're not alone and i hope that helps Or maybe it doesn't help, I don't know. But really, you're not alone. I'm doing this podcast. And I hope I help. I mean, that's, I mean, no. I'm having a moment here. But honestly, if this podcast, even if it didn't help you sleep, I hope it let you know you're not alone. And that I, I feel bad you can't sleep. I feel worse I didn't get you to sleep. I feel like a failure as a husband and a wife. Man, what am I doing in this poly relation, imaginary poly relationship? What am I doing? I don't even have any poly experience, so I shouldn't even be fictionalizing it. But good night, okay? Get some rest, even if you can't sleep. Get up and do something, and then just lie in bed and relax your body and stuff. Okay? Listen to Welcome to Night Vale. I love that podcast. So, all right? Good night. Or good morning. I hope not, though.